nobody asked me, but ramen versus ramen is a topic I never thought about until I came across that conversation through TikTok. And I remember bringing it up with Anna, my fiance, and now I feel like I have to address it here because ramen is awesome. I love ramen. And as a kid, ramen to me was like maruchan, top ramen, those kinds of packets or, you know, cup, cup noodle. But let's take the cup noodle part out of it because that's a whole other thing that I do love. But let's focus on, to me, ramen was square orange packets of chicken ramen. It was either top ramen or maruchan, if I remember correctly, the Nissin brand. Um, regardless, it was one of those two for me growing up because that's what my um, mom and dad would buy at whatever supermarket or grocery store um, they could get it at. It was a quick, it was an easy meal, and it was comforting, and I love that. That was my chicken noodle soup when I was cold uh, or had a cold uh, during the wintertime or you know, when I was sick, whatever. And I loved it. Still love it to this day. Since meeting my now fiancé, um, I was introduced to the beef flavor, which is also delicious. And not only that, they kind of introduced me into, you know, changing up the ramen to be more than just the package, you know, because in the package you get, you know, your brick, your brick of noodles, and you get your little, your little powder, which is like your bouillon cube, but it's just, it's your seasoning mix. It's where all the flavor is. Otherwise you just, you just got noodles. And their big thing, and it's still something we do this day is add like some milk and eggs and love it. Milk and eggs. Um, and it just, it just changes it so slightly, but I love it. And like I, when I put my eggs in it, I don't make like a ramen egg for it. This cause being lazy, this homemade version of this ramen is, is lazy ramen for me. So usually if I'll do it now, I'll throw in two eggs, one egg. I kind of like break the yolk and really mix that in there. So it just kind of blends perfectly with the soup broth, whether it's like chicken or beef, it doesn't matter. It just blends in perfectly. But then I'll leave one egg intact because it, you know, it boils the egg. And I just love that texture specifically of the hard, it's, I guess, hard boiled egg, but it's like the yolk. The yolk reaches this consistency that is just amazing for me, texture wise. I'm a big mouthfeel texture person. And I love it when I just let one whole egg yolk get boiled and cooked in the soup fully and not break it apart to be part of like the overall soup broth. Now, going back to the focus, well, okay, still on a tangent about ramen. Um, I am now way more open to the many different types of ramen there are. Um, I've grown to really like Shin ramen. Um, a while back on my YouTube channel, um, I did the spicy ramen hack. Not hack. I did the spicy ramen challenge with the regular pack and the two times spicy pack, and that was painful. And I just like, I know there's many different flavors. We still tend to default to chicken and beef in the household just because like those are staples. You can't go wrong with either of them. Um, so we still have those available to us. <laughs> that being said, 
the topic is ramen versus ramen. And what I'm talking about is home ramen that you make at home using one of these packs. And it could be any brand. We're not talking about the ones that I mentioned. It could be any type brand because they are so many out there, especially if you're going to an Asian marketplace, you will find more brands of ramen and instant ramen than you thought existed. And we're taking those packs versus, excuse me, I'm always burping when I do these. Gross, sorry. Or we're taking, uh, yeah, those instant ramen packets and what you can do at home versus going to get ramen from a restaurant. Now, this isn't to say ramen restaurants aren't worth it or anything like that. But what I heard in that TikTok of the podcast, if I could just remember it, I don't think I liked it. So it's going to be really hard for me to find it. But the argument was that making ramen at home generally better than going to go out and get ramen. And the argument made sense because I also understood a lot of times you go to a ramen shop and it doesn't hit like you think it should. And I think part of the problem is ramen restaurants, ramen shops can be really overhyped. There's a number of ramen restaurants that my fiance and I have been out to out here in the Bay that we thought were really, really good. And then you try other places and you're like, okay, that place is not as good. One of the earliest restaurants I ever went to for ramen was in San Francisco near the financial district. I think it was Ramen Underground. And we used to think it was amazing ramen. And then we, you know, learned more about their health score and issues like that. And then we realized like the ramen was good because it's what we could get. And it was pretty affordable for ramen because ramen can be pretty expensive to be completely honest, that can add up, especially if you're like me who likes to add a lot more to their ramen because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big eater. So I usually do like to add more protein or different types of protein. I mean, I like to go, uh, I believe the term is kaidama, but it's, I'm, I'm alluding to the fact that I like to get more noodles to add to my leftover broth. So, you know, I'm a big eater when it comes to getting ramen and that adds up. I could be spending anywhere between 20 to $30 on just a bowl of ramen for myself because of all the things I like to add to it. Now, we've been to a lot of brand ramens, like chain ramens, Ipido. Um, Ipido is the one that is coming to my mind off the top of my head as a name that I actually remember. But we've been to a few other ramen spots and ramen places, like I said, can get really hyped up. And sometimes you, we've waited for a long time to get into some ramen places to only to leave and be like, that was good, but I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't wait for that again. Um, that being said, there are like a few spots in the Bay area that we do like, that we really stand by, that we frequent. Recently, we just tried the Momosan that opened up in Santana Row. Um, we've heard that the waits can be pretty long. It's a first come, uh, first come, first serve base, which we're fine with. Um, when we went, it was about two hours before closing. So it wasn't like there was any issues of not getting seated before closing. We didn't wait that long. We had to, we, we were able to kind of cut the line because we did take the bar seats, which was fine. Service was good. To be honest, the drink menu was amazing. That was what actually caught me off guard. 
my fiance got the machacha, I think. But that thing was so delicious that we had to start questioning whether there was alcohol in it. I got a sake flat, which is always good. Um, but going to the ramen, uh, it was a, wasn't, there was a few. Okay. So the, the ramen menu suction wasn't the biggest ramen, but they had a good variety. I believe they had some vegetarian options too. Um, and you had things to do. I just kind of got what was in my opinion, advertised as like the, signature bowl of ramen and i cannot remember it and i add spicy and i've learned over time um for most things like chicken sandwiches and any type of soup if you have the option to go spicy do the spicy because even though it adds spicy it's usually never so much that it's unbearable what you're really doing though when you add spicy is you are enhancing the flavor anytime you have an option of like original or spicy spicy will generally enhance the flavor more than it will be too spicy to handle that's a word of advice but so yeah i got it i was pretty happy with it i think it was like it ended up being like a 20 dollar bowl of ramen because i added that spicy um the noodles were cooked fine um i forgot to i didn't add anything else but the spicy there was chicken bamboo shoots which are like my favorite topping on ramen mushrooms seaweed there was there was chashu, but it was the most interesting chashu because of the way it looked. And it's because it more it looked like bacon rather than circle cuts. And you know, chashu is pork. I'm just more familiar with that traditional kind of like circular cut of chashu. Um, but it tasted like chashu. It was delicious. I didn't have a problem with it. Now, my thing is I didn't think it was a remarkable bowl of ramen in the sense that, oh wow. I was blown away and I could see this as like the best bowl of ramen I've ever had. No. I've also had the Momofuku in Las Vegas and I had their ramen and I thought it was good too, but I also didn't think it stood out. One of the most interesting bowls of ramen I got was in San Francisco on 9th in the sunset. I forgot the name of the place, but the reason it stood out to me was, one, it was bone marrow uh, ramen, and I love bone marrow. But they also, I believe, had an oxtail. I didn't get to try that one. But I like a love bone marrow and an oxtail, so I had to try it. And the bone marrow was super, super rich. Um, I enhanced the broth, made it so fatty. That was actually one of my favorite, most memorable of ramen. Um, I didn't think the ramen itself was like exceptional, but that – just that bone marrow option set it off for me. But that kind of goes back into my point. My favorite ramen spot in the Bay Area is kind of a smaller joint. It doesn't even have its own restaurant, technically. It's part of one of those kind of like kitchen collective things, if I'm using the term right. But like basically, they share the space with other you know eatery establishments and it's kind of a shared common area shared dining room and that's where we go and that right now is like a consistently favorite ramen spot really happy that they survived the pandemic and part of it is like there's a consistency with it it's simple i get a black garlic miso ramen i think I don't know if it's miso. It's black garlic ramen. Forgot the broth base, but I add spicy to that. 
and it's just like it hits every time. It's simple. There's just there's chashu, there's seaweed, bamboo shoots, mushrooms. And it just hits every time. The broth is so flavorful. That spicy is like the perfect amount of spice. And I'm left completely satisfied. And I, I clean that bowl every time. Um, I, I consume the entire broth, all of it. And it's just like, it is perfect. It has gone up in price from where it used to be. So it's, in my opinion, a little more expensive than I think it should be. But I understand, you know, surviving the pandemic and the way costs are. I, I, I can't really fault them on that. But the good news for me is that the quality hasn't changed. And that's another thing that's been an issue. There were some places in uh, – there's a ramen shop in uh, Oakland that my fiance and I really used to like. Then we believe they – I used to frequent it like once a month or more, I feel like. Um, but I believe they changed owners and there was like a noticeable difference or something happened because the last time we went, we left wondering what went wrong. And I remember that and we haven't gone back since. Um, but going back to my real point. So like I said, ramen experiences can be varied from restaurant to restaurant to even the day you go versus the last day you went because things could change. Cooks can change. Recipes can change. Ownership can change. And that could drastically alter the way your ramen experience is. And, you know, wait time, staff, I try not to make that part of the food experience because things happen. I'm not a big person to really put blame on wait staff. I mean, they could ruin your experience. But we're just talking about the food itself. Going to ramen shops can be hit or miss where your ramen is like, this was good, but it was like I expected more. And I usually feel like with a lot of ramen places, I always think I expected more out of it, especially for the price you pay. Ramen is an expensive bowl of food. It is. And that's like baseline ramen for whatever ramen shop you go to. And I'm talking about here in like the Bay Area, right? And... I mean, I've been to ramen shops in other places like in SoCal, which I thought were really good. But at the same time, you know, if we're comparing those experiences, which can vary drastically from ramen bowl to ramen bowl, when I have it at home, it hits every time the way I need it to hit. And that's me just doing simple things with it. Like sometimes I will just have the bowl of ramen straight up, just, you know, what's in the packet and like that it and that's because that's what i wanted in that moment and it hits it hits every time um but then sometimes you know my fiance will be like let's do more and we're doing more not even just like her family way of like milk and egg we're like she's 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 the best at boiling like a soft boiled like semi-soft runny egg for ramen she's the best at doing that so i always let her handle that for me because I, I i fuck it up all the time part of my language but uh yeah so we we know all about it we can and the ability to make your home ramen from these you know in these ramen packets and do whatever you want to satisfy your need your craving for ramen at that time that is why home ramen from the packets is is it's better it's better than going to get ramen at a restaurant and it's because if 
you don't even really have to know what you're doing. You can kind of like mess around with it. And I'm pretty sure it's still going to be like amazing to satisfy what you wanted out of that ramen that you made at home. And there are so many things you do. Like you really can't go wrong. You could add, you could add slice of cheese to it. You could freaking add whatever, like you got leftover meats and some veg, just, just throw it up in there. Why not? Just give it a try. And there's so many, like I said, there's so many variations, so many brands, so many different flavors and styles of ramen that you can find. Like you're left to your imagination to make something. But you could go super simple and be satisfied, which I am all the time. And that's why I've never been unsatisfied with a bowl of ramen made at home. But I have been left wanting something more or being or thinking, man, that was that was it from this bowl of ramen when I've gone out. So the takeaway from this is enjoy ramen. 